0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast slash radio show. It's your host here, Dr. Barry, here for what I hope is going to be another very exciting show for you guys uh, today. Now, we do have a special guest who I'll talk about in a second, but before we go any further, let's give a shout out to our sponsors at the Health and Wellness Connection. All right, guys. Hey, it's Dr. Barry here. You can always reach out to us if you have any questions or concerns or if you have any topics or show ideas you want us to talk about. Best ways to reach out, email at drbarryhealth at gmail.com. That's drbarryhealth at gmail.com. Also, Instagram, very active on there. Definitely don't hesitate to reach out if you do or on that same platform. It's at drbarrymd. That's spelled D-R-B-A-R-Y-M-D. And for Twitter, drbarrytechdoc. All one word. And last but not least, Facebook posts a lot of cool articles, a lot of informative articles. It's got a new one I just posted today, actually. So definitely check it out if you are interested. Uh, again, that's www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. So today we're talking about CBD, also known as cannabidiol. Now, CBD is one of those molecules that's actually been associated with cannabis or hemp products. Now, of course, there's a long history of cannabis and hemp in America, both good and bad, um, and it's been illegal for most of the um, past 40, 50 years. So, uh, recently, it's been legalized thanks to the Trump Farm Bill, and now CBD is something that's being seen in more and more places. Now, there's people who are, you know, been really into this industry for, for many years, and I figured I'd reach out to one of um, those individuals. Today's guest is going to be Dr. Rachna Patel. She's actually a physician who practices uh, uh, specifically in the area of um, CBD oil as well as cannabis um, uh, and medical marijuana. So She's going to come in today to the show and talk more about CBD, um, what are some of the benefits, um, is it an overblown uh, phenomenon, or is it something truly special that we should pay more attention to? Again, special guest, Dr. Reshna Patel, talking today about CBD. Hello, guys. This is Dr. Barry here, and I have a special guest today that I want to kind of talk to you guys with and kind of share with you guys. It's a very, um, I think, influential person so far in the health and Wellness Serena, but particularly in the arena and category of cannabis and uh, CBD. Um, she actually um, is someone who's been working with patients treating them with CBD and, ver- and various um, cannabis uh, extractions. And she, uh, I felt she had some really good things she was saying on her blog. And I wanted her to kind of talk with us today and maybe help shed some light on the whole topic regarding CBD um, and uh, medical cannabis. Now, ultimately, um, it's very important that people are cognizant of their local laws and not doing things that could be potentially legal. Um, I think CBD now is, is actually considered to be um, legal nationwide given some of the recent changes so i think something that people are now you know starting to look into more and more and i wanted everyone to kind of have a chance to listen to our speaker today her name is dr rachna patel uh she is actually a um, medical cbd expert as well as a cannabis um, medical cannabis expert as well and so i wanted to kind of invite on the show today to talk more about her thoughts on cbd and the kind of changing landscapes and kind of what she thinks this may lead to one second here. All right, guys, we have Dr. Rashna Patel here. Are you there? I'm here. Awesome. All right, so um, she, again, as I said before, is a medical uh, cannabis and CBD oil expert, and uh, she is a medical doctor as well, and she has a lot of experience working with patients and advising patients in this area, and we wanted to kind of talk to her today. So um, just for the listeners, uh, Dr. Patel, can you tell us briefly about your background um, in the um, – the uh, cannabis or medical CBD space?
1: Yeah, sure. So I um, started treating patients um, since back in 2012 uh, out in California. Um, So that's how long I've been doing this. And I've been treating patients with both medical cannabis and CBD oil. So, you know, up until this point, I've treated thousands of patients. Um, And that's, you know, where I got my experience from.
0: Nice. So what would you say is kind of, the kind of pop the patients that you've seen come, come, come across your way in regards to their you know because you know, i'm assuming you know the, the stereotype is people just want to get high so they come to see doctors give them a legal way to smoke but tell me in your in your experience because that's you know a lot of ignorance based in that but a lot mm-hmm. of people believe that so i want to tell me from your angle what kind of pe- people are coming to you and requesting some of these uh, therapies that you offer
1: yeah, so the most common conditions that I treated were chronic pain, anxiety, and insomnia. And, and chronic pain is fairly broad, but uh, a lot of the conditions included things like arthritis, fibromyalgia, migraines, back pain. So, it, you know, when it came to chronic pain, it sort of ran the whole gamut.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and we all know that pain is one of the biggest medical conditions uh, suffered by people in America. I think uh last believed that it was about what, 10 or $12 billion as far as the effect that uh, pain has on the uh, working populace as far as, you know, not able to go to work, not able to do the activity they need to do it. And it's a multi-million dollar industry for that reason. Um, so pain is a big deal. And that's what I think uh, a lot of people have been saying that it's been a lot of bene- benefits to them. What, what is your experience as far as using it for to treat, you know, chronic pain patients? Have you noticed real good benefits equal to or better than the standard, you know, pain options that are available?
1: I would say far superior uh, than, than conventional medications, right? So let me give you sort of averages, right? Um, patients that came in um, uh, with an average of like seven to nine level of pain, um, and this is, I would say, even across the board, across uh, various levels, various types of medical conditions. On average, with the use of medical marijuana on a regular basis, their pain would go down to one to three, okay? So from severe to mild. And if anybody had um, uh, mild pain, it would even eliminate the pain, okay? Um, so that's what we're talking about in terms of managing pain. When it comes to um, uh, uh, anxiety, okay, uh, oftentimes a lot of these patients have panic attacks. Um, and so what what the, the, um, the CBD oil and the medical cannabis helped with was to help reduce Um, either reduce or eliminate the panic attacks that they were experiencing and overall reduce the generalized uh, anxiety that they experienced, right? And then finally with insomnia, um, results that I saw in patients included things like, you know, falling asleep more easily, staying asleep, and then waking up feeling refreshed, not groggy, which is typical of uh, either over-the-counter or prescription sleeping aids. Now, in terms of prescription medications, um... Uh, I saw a range of effects, right? I had patients who were able to eliminate the use of prescription medications, and then there were others where they were either able to lower the dosages or reduce the number of prescription medications that they were on. And then there were patients who had to continue to stay on their prescription medications, but they found that the um, uh, uh, overall, there was better effect when they used their prescription medications in conjunction with um, either medical cannabis or CBD oil. So, you know, as a physician with a background in emergency medicine, um, you know, oftentimes you, you uh, I saw patients where they were, you know, experiencing side effects from, from medications. They'd come into the ER complaining about that. They, you know, the medications weren't, weren't working. They'd come into the ER complaining of that. And so I was definitely taken aback, you know, by the results that I saw. This is not what I expected. What I really expected was, okay, you know, uh, a medical cannabis or CBD oil is probably just going to be another tool in the arsenal of tools that patients have to help manage these conditions. But instead, what was going on was that it was replacing a lot of the other medications.
0: You know, that's interesting you say that because, you know, I actually didn't realize, but I actually, you know, didn't realize you had an ER background because... I'm actually also a uh, um, physician as well. And that's one thing that actually I had a similar revelation as far as patients who were, you know, becoming dependent on you know, traditional meds like narcotics. And, uh, you know, now I practice in Texas, so there's really not an option as far as cannabis, things like that, but definitely you see a lot of people who are finding alternative ways to treat their pain due to the issues they're having with the typical medications. And it's definitely a huge problem. And I just wanted to also go back to one point that I was tr- making earlier about the, uh, the, the productivity lost, uh, um, dollars and in, in dollars and cents regarding chronic pain it's believed to be 61 billion this is actually a uh a study that's uh done out of the um out of uh Where was it yep. oh, one second uh, well anyways it was, was yes yeah, sorry out of oxford um um it was actually um pretty crazy because they actually looked at all the different you know dollars as far as lost in work and productivity came up to 61 billion so it's clearly a huge issue now the reason behind that of course as you mentioned is quite various but a lot of conditions that people are suffering from and you know now let me ask you this. do you believe that you know cannabis will be the the, the, the panacea for pain like or is it something that is kind of being overstated because that's one thing that you know some people say well it works you know great ways others will say well it kind of works but you know i still think that opiates are important I think there was even a study that came out recently regarding opiates and someone, well, not a study, but it was actually an article by a a physician who was stating how um, the replacement of opiates could potentially be dangerous to the population um, with things like cannabis or other alternatives, and they kind of went into why they felt that was the case. So, I mean, what's your opinion as far as how cannabis is promoted as a pain reliever do you think it says you, either you're saying it's superior do you think there's no issues with completely replacing these those other or typical agents
1: you know it's definitely not a cure-all uh-huh. I can I can tell okay. you that right
0: absolutely
1: um, and there are definitely claims being made that um, aren't justified right uh-huh. like for instance when claims are being made that either CBD oil or medical cannabis cures cancer yeah. for instance exactly. right yeah and that's one thing you see um, a lot, you know, and it's
0: unfortunate, but people will put cannabis as this, <laughs> okay, any little disease, smoke a joint, and you're you're basically you're free of whatever illness you're dealing with, and, you know, and that's what right. some like people it's, get scared like it's
1: gonna, Yeah, like it's going to solve all your life problems. Um, uh, but when it comes to pain, here's what I'm going to tell you. It works great for certain conditions. For other conditions, not so much, right? And the ones that I found where... Um, it hasn't really been effective, or a couple of them. One is um, severe shingles, right? Um, and the other is severe spinal stenosis, where I found in these patients, you know, it's it just, it's not effective in helping with their pain. So, so it really depends, I would say, condition by condition and the severity of the condition as well, um, where, um, you, know, you know, I would say, you know, when it comes to chronic pain, 90% of cases it's effective for, and then you'll find these 10% of cases where it's not effective. Um, in, in consideration, um, you know, of what's typically prescribed with conventional medications, which tends to be highly addictive, um, I think those medications have their place with um, acute pain. Um, I think you know, medical cannabis and CBD oil ha- uh, play a better role when it comes to chronic pain. Um, because of the safer uh, profile, um, you know, especially when it comes to side effects, especially when it comes to um, uh, potential for addiction as well. You know, so so that's what I would say. You know, like I said, some patients still needed to continue to take their prescription medications in conjunction with the medical cannabis or the CBD oil to effectively relieve their pain. And then you had the patients that were able to eliminate it. So it's really on a case by case basis. I would definitely not make the claim that you know it, it, it's a cure all by you know uh, by, by any stretch.
0: Okay. Now another question I want to ask you. Now we have we kind of talked to, about some of the, the the benefits of of CBD. What do you think about some of the, the, first of all, are there any negatives with using like CBD oil to treat certain conditions as opposed to other medications um, or traditional Um,
1: medications? Yeah, yeah, well, okay, so here are the side effects of CBD, typically if you overdo it, okay? Okay. Tiredness, um, diarrhea, Mm -hmm. and decreased appetite and weight but mm-hmm. the 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 diarrhea and the decreased appetite and weight are mm-hmm. rare okay. from from what I found clinically more often than not a lot of patients if they overdo the CBD, they'll you know they'll feel really tired they'll wake up the next morning you know feeling really groggy absolutely that's so that's kind of the worst of it no, but,
0: no 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 possibility of death or or some rare illness like they do in the uh, the TV ads <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's um, hilarious that the prosdicate yeah.
0: profile you when they spot them off really quickly it's really dangerous stuff being said casually, so I'm just kind of curious if there's no other. Laundry list of uh, dangerous and deadly side effects that uh, um, you have,
1: to have Nothing, nothing dangerous or or deadly. But there is one thing. So there's a prescription version of CBD called Epidiolex, which just came on the market within uh, over the summer of 2018. Um, and with that, what they found was that um, uh, they were they were doing clinical trials in children with epilepsy, right? Specific types of epilepsy. And these kids were on um, uh, anti-seizure medication. Now, the ones the, the ones who are on valproic acid, valproate, which is what okay. it's otherwise known as. And
0: that's a common um, seizure medication used by most seizure sufferers, I would assume, across uh, you the know, United States and abroad. Well, I mean, that's a regular, yeah, yeah commonly used prescribed medication for seizures. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so what happened was that they found that um, when used, when valproate was used in conjunction with CBD, the liver enzymes uh, became elevated, right? And so, so in two-thirds of these patients, what they did was um, they either reduced or eliminated the valproate or they reduced or eliminated the CBD, and then the liver enzymes went back down again to normal levels. And then one third of the patients, they didn't reduce the, the um, CBD and, you know, just over time, the liver enzymes went, went back down again. So, so we're learning more and more, but that's, that was, I would say that's one of the things to be cautious about when it comes to prescription medications is when you need to be cautious, especially when it comes to dose adjustments. There was another study done again on, on children um, who were experiencing seizures. They, in this case, these, these children were on a medication called Clobasm. And what happened was that when it was given in conjunction with CBD, the levels of the clobasm stayed elevated longer, right? Um, and so so there's a greater likelihood of experiencing side effects. So the dosage of the clobasm had to be reduced. So that's when it becomes important in terms of staying in touch with your, with your physician. Um, because, the, you know, there are certain medications where the levels have to be monitored to ensure that you're not going to get... Um, uh, uh, you know uh, life threatening side effects from the medication so you know and and then you know the dosages may need to be adjusted now. the reasoning for this is that the mach- the same machinery in the liver that processes the prescription medications it also processes uh, cbd okay so so there may be some sort of you know you 're limited in terms of your of your machinery. And so it may be that in some cases it processes the, the CBD first, and in some cases it processes the, the the prescription medication first, and so that thereby, you know, affecting um, uh, the levels of these medications oh, wow. in the body.
0: Okay, so so there so, are – go ahead. Are you finish your point? Oh, yeah.
1: no, I, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm saying done. I'm so, done about the medication.
0: <laughs> no, I want to – you know, so I would just want to clarify. So you're saying that basically the CBD definitely has metabolic effects on the body. And speaking of the liver definitely is very important as well. So do you, would you say CBD – Oil may may not be a good idea for people with liver disease or liver issues, or would you say that, you know, should they be concerned for those kind of patients?
1: I would say they need to be cautious, okay. right? Their yeah. liver their liver enzyme levels need to be closely monitored if they're going to use CBD. Okay,
0: okay, interesting. Glad you made that point. I want to make actually another thing about a CBD. What do you feel about CBD and treatment of depression? Have you seen patients, or do you have a lot of people who come to you for that? <laughs> Or, or request this for treating their, you know, depression or the psychiatric issue? Yeah. Okay.
1: So tons. Okay, and so here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, from so, from what we know, and even clinically, um, CBD has does have an impact on anxiety. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of these patients have reported back to me that they feel more calm, more relaxed once they're taking the CBD and research even shows that CBD has an effect on the serotonin pathway. Um, uh, we know uh, as far as that, um, CBD interacts with, uh, a, a receptor in the serotonin pathway known, known as 5-HT1A. Okay. When it comes to depression, um, I have not found... Patients have not found CBD clinically effective um, with medical cannabis okay so it with medical cannabis you have higher amounts of THC right so, so sort of let, let's distinguish between um, CBD oil and marijuana okay so CBD oil uh, as is obvious from its name has higher amounts of CBD than THC okay now it can you can you can have CBD oil typically it's made from hemp you can also have it uh, it can also be made from marijuana Main difference between hemp and marijuana is the amount of THC by law. And this is generally um, in, in the United States, it's by law, but it's also a, a generally internationally accepted standard that hemp has less than 0.3% THC and marijuana by default then has more than 0.3% THC. And just okay? to
0: clarify too, when you say marijuana, it's also, you know, we all say cannabis as well. Sometimes there's some confusion there as well. So um, basic cannabis, and marijuana kind of interchangeable here. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so um, uh, CBD oil typically comes from hemp, which has less than 0.3% THC. So essentially the effects of THC when when you have CBD oil derived from hemp are negligible. You're not going to experience the effects clinically from THC. Okay, so when it comes to marijuana, marijuana does have higher amounts of THC. From research, what's known is that THC affects dopamine levels, right? Dopamine makes you feel good. It improves your mood. So, so, you know, if any of your listeners use marijuana, you know, back in high school or college, and even now, and they felt giggly, um, uh, you know, they were laughing at things that otherwise wouldn't be funny. That's, you know, the THC, the you know, the dopamine hit that they're getting. So, so the THC um, with depression can transiently improve mood, but that effect only lasts for a couple hours. Then these patients go back to feeling, uh, you know, depressed again. And so what I found clinically is that conventional medications, when it comes to long term effects, are far more effective than marijuana, right? So, if, you know, if they, if they, they typically, you know, use the marijuana when, um, they, you know, they're on their prescription medications, but, but they're experiencing some sort of low. Um, and then, uh, I, you know, most of these patients have had to stay uh, on their prescription medications, okay. is what I would tell you okay. when it comes H- to depression. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Which which definitely, uh you know, in my experience, I've seen a similar in the emergency room. You see a lot of patients who, you know, sometimes they'll have they'll smoke and they'll actually flip to the other extreme where they get more anxious and potentially get become psychotic. You know, yeah. and, uh, but you see a lot of people using, trying to use marijuana to treat depression and may not be as effective as far as it's definitely not for long-term use. Um, it's funny yeah, because, so it's, go ahead, go, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Finish no, what you're, you're gonna I was going to make a quick point because I, I literally just saw an article today, uh, which I'll share with the listeners as well, regarding, a new drug that was approved for depression, and that was uh, ketamine. So, you know, that was an old school drug from the 70s yeah. that was used kind of here and there um, by folks. And uh, you know, legal now is becoming apparently endorsed by the FDA to be used to treat depression. So, kind of made me think, like, hmm, are there other? <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of people <laughs> use drugs for depression. So now, if they're officially legalizing it. You know, I wonder where they're drawing the line here. Like, what drugs are cool for depression? Because all drugs, most of them, are used to treat like folks who have some sort of issue to try to deal with, and they're trying to escape those realities with drugs. You know, of course, we know the a lot of destructive results from some of those behaviors, but you know, I guess they're trying to figure out which ones potentially could be used in the medical, uh, um, you know, kind of capacity, if you will. But um, interesting, just, just, just interesting, just kind of looking at the real kind of data and seeing whether or not are these medications truly effective. So let me ask you as far as C B D goes, what would you say um like someone who's interested in C B D or they've heard about it here and there, you know, what kind of people are particularly the most ten, will tend to benefit most? You already mentioned anxiety sufferers and pain. Are those two the main groups? Are there any other people you would say could potentially benefit? Um
1: Yeah, so so insomnia so in pain, anxiety and insomnia are the, the, the main group of of people but I mean it, you know th- there's also been there's also other conditions that it's beneficial for such as autism um, acne even um, uh, ADD ADHD which can fall under the, the category of anxiety so a wide variety of conditions um, that it can be effective for
0: Nice. Now, for you, Doctor Patel, like you're based, um, where are you based in Like, where do you see patients at? in California? Like, where is your kind of uh, practice
1: if you will? Yeah, so I actually closed my brick and mortar, and I went online. Oh, really? So I am currently in Texas. I I took on the life of a nomad. So currently, <laughs> I'm in Texas. Nice. But um, uh, yeah, that's where I see I see people online, um, okay, and I right. see people all, throughout the United States and all over the world. In fact,
0: that's amazing. So. You know, I just wanted to, um, first off thank you for you know really kind of, you know, giving us some great info regarding CBD and the whole, um, um, I guess you could say, you know, cannabis kind of question regarding um, some of the medical potential uses. Um, now, let me ask you this. If someone, you know, wanted to reach out to you, do you have any contacts? Do you have a, a social media presence? Like, how can people reach out to you if they have any questions or further issues or, you know, maybe um, see if they have any that you can help them with regarding uh, their conditions? And, uh, you know, basically, how do we reach out to you?
1: Sure. So a couple different places that they can go. One is my website, which is Dr. Dr. Rachna, R-A-C-H-N-A, Patel, P-A-T-E-L.com. Um, the other is my YouTube channel, uh, where I'm always answering uh, uh, commonly asked questions. Um and then um, the other places, I have actually a Facebook group as well um, that's dedicated to just answering questions about uh, CBD and CBD oil. So uh, people can get to that by going to facebook.com backslash group backslash ask the CBD expert. So I go live in there and answer uh, questions that people have. So uh, various different resources.
0: That's pretty amazing. So, um, so that's, that's kind of all the questions I had. I don't know if you had any other things you want to state. Uh, regarding it, kind of the whole kind of movement or the whole kind of uh, idea of use of CBD in and, and general health. Because, you know, there's one thing also I forgot to mention, too. You know, a lot of people are using it now in various culinary, you know, aspects. I've seen it being used in food and a lot of restaurants. Because, you, you know, I, I do travel uh, a lot to California, and there, CBD is a lot more you, a lot more commonplace. You see it in the grocery stores. You kind of, you know, I have people and, and, uh, and associates who regularly attend brunches where they promote you know CBD as far as various uh, culinary um, offerings and I'm just kind of curious as far as in that arena, do you see it also getting more popular as far as it being used in food and beverages and stuff like that?
1: I mean, it could be but the thing is is that you know, as a physician um, my main concern is dosing <laughs> so like if you eat it in food, you know how much is in there um, and is it going to be effective for you? Are you going to end up having too much of it? Um, so yeah, that's, those are, those, those would be my concerns when it comes to, uh, incorporate, I don't know if it's really meant to be incorporated, uh, uh, into, you know, culinary cuisine. Um, I mean, it, you know, I, I can see it being used. Like a lot of people don't like the taste of CBD oil. So being, you know, it being mixed with food. Um, and then, you you know, you cut it up into smaller portions and take, you know, the dose that's right for you. But having an entire meal
0: you know, it, it, CBD in it. It's funny you mention that because I actually have a, a friend who's actually um, a chef. And he actually promotes like a CBD kind of cuisine that he actually caters various events and cooks for folks. And uh, he's pretty popular. So I, I'm actually probably going to invite him as well on the show and, and talk to him about that in more detail. But there's definitely a lot of people... Now, this is definitely more regional. I see it's a lot more in the West Coast, particularly, you know, Nevada, California. You know, those are, you know, now Texas is not, you know, don't see it that much out here. But there's definitely a lot of people who are promoting it. Now, I really haven't dug into the nuts and bolts as far as what, you know, they're, you know, benefiting. A lot of people that I've spoke with say because there are, like, colorless and odorless variants of CBD. They use that and they have other ways to do it so, it's, you know, they can minimize, the doses to reduce side effects and whatnot, but you know, there's definitely a movement out there for us folks promoting that, and I think in a future episode we'll probably have some, some people come on and talk about that. But either way, just kind of interesting. I just wanted to kind of see your perspective on that, you know, area if you were, you know, potentially, you know, looking in that or had any kind of comments. But yeah, but um, that's you know, kind of all the courses I had. Did you have anything else you want to share regarding uh, yourself or you know the uh, the topic at hand?
1: I think we covered the basics. Um, And like I said, you know, there are other resources that I mentioned. Oh, actually, you know, one more resource that I have is a book that I have coming out called um, The CBD Oil Solution. And um, folks can find it on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, again, thank you, Dr. Rush Patel, for joining us today. And again, thank you guys for tuning in to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. Another great, great show. Again, check us out on also Apple Rise Radio every four uh, every thursday 4 p.m Central Standard time as well as uh, soundcloud.com thank you guys again thanks for tuning in see you next week hello start to be here before you go i just want to let you know about one a very exciting event that's upcoming march 9th in the houston texas area we're going to be hosting actually a great cbd event we're going to be giving lectures on cbd and some of the potential medical benefits of it as well as we'll be featuring a fully catered uh dinner with CBD infused delicacies so um, a lot of free gifts will be given away as well we have some speakers coming out from California actually to uh, give some of their insights and uh, we will love for you to come out and, and, and join us again March 9th at the Deluxe Theater it's going to be called A Deeper Dive into CBD and the cannabis industry again be on the lookout for those events um, check social media blogs and so forth as well as my own for more information on that again hope to see you there Peace.